Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. That's us. That is us. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller in front of the camera. Chris Murdoch is punching buttons behind the camera. And, well, it's a big weekend of racing. It is. One, two, three, plus Arca. And it starts in about so 59 minutes. Actually, tech, if you want to be technical, it's already started. Oh, really, has it? Because practice. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. I was talking about actual racing action. Though. Except no, practice fair. wasn't televised. It's true. Yes, but this is because, well, NASCAR. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, well. Practice wasn't televised, but Blame we will talk. Golf. I know. We will talk about World practice Cup. here in a little bit, and we'll talk about uh, storylines for the ARCA race, too, because it's my show and I say we can. We'll also talk about a whole lot of... Uh, it, it, well, I say a whole lot. It's been a decent news week, Tom. I don't know if I would call it busy, but it's there's at least been something. It's been an interesting news week in some respects. That's a fair word. Yeah. Interesting. We'll get to all that. There's dirt news. There's asphalt news. There's actually there was some big dirt news yesterday that I'm really rather excited about to talk about uh, coming up on this show that has to do with the World of Outlaws Late Model Series and a brand new dirt track that's popped up on the west side of the country. Uh, I don't get to say brand new tracks enough because so many of them are closing. So that's I'm right. rather excited. There's, There's a, a new story facility. behind that track too. Huh? There's a unique story behind that. Yes, track, there too. is, and we will uh, we will definitely get to talk about that over the course of the program. As I referenced, there's an ARCA race tonight that'll start happening oh during the last quarter of our show, which is when we're going to be busy having some fun discussion. That's all Randy's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, we stole your idea that's because okay. we think it's great. It's okay. So it was a great discussion last night too. So we can turn it into another one. Oh boy, it's fantastic! Yes. You're, you're, you're you're pointing. That's always That's scary. All right. uh, Just making sure you know where we are. Oh, I know exactly okay, where we good. are. That, there, there's a reason I have a timer. There you over go. Here. We're in the See, payment I'm studios in Mooresville. Duh. <laughs> well, yes. he's right too. <laughs> yes, Race Chaser PMN Studios in Mooresville. Uh, so when we come back, I want to talk about DGR Crosley because okay. they've been quick today, they and have. actually they've had a lot of good storylines swirling around them over the last week. So what we're going to do is take care of a little business, and when we return, we'll talk about DGR Crosley and is pasta. all that other stuff. We're back right after this. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. This is Anthony Alfredo, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. That's perfect, because it was definitely not planned. I think uh, Chris Murdoch's uh, having a little fun with us over there. Either he's having fun, or we're just that good. I haven't changed anything. Oh. Well, it was we a happy coincidence. We were trying to give you credit over there. Yeah, we were trying to I, I compliment was say, you. You're, you should have just lied. You just went along oh, yeah, with of it. course it was me. We it wouldn't have known the difference. Uh, yeah, it's like now you just gave away the secret. <laughs> Way to go, Chris. Anyway. Chris Murdoch, everyone. If we were really good, we could have said yeah. he was doing it live in the truck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's good. I don't think he's quite that good. Anyway. Let's, let's go out this to is, Chicago. We'll wait and see if he drops below the number one position. Then we'll know that it was live because he was doing it and got distracted. Welcome back to Motorsports so. Madness, everybody. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and Pasta, also known as Alfredo. Good day for carbo loading in Chicago. Yes, very good day. As if day. you don't need a city like Chicago to not have carbs. Yeah, really. carbs everywhere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Chicago. Deep dish pizza. Yes. Yes. Anthony Alfredo leading. Yes. Well, second, second he led practice, second round practice, and he is currently fastest in Truck Series Happy Hour as well. That's awesome. Very good day, not just for him, but for DJR Crosley as a whole. Second yeah. practice. In second practice, he ran a whole tenth faster than anybody that had mocked up. He did. Nice. Yep. Very nice. He did. It's a good day. Well, DGR had, in second round practice, he was first, uh, Dylan, Dylan Lupton, Lupton fifth, fifth, I believe, and then Natalie Decker was 11th, and Tyler Ankrum was 13th or 14th. And one. in final practice, Tyler Ankrum currently sits 10th on the board. Okay. So he's picked up, like we said, across the board. And for them to have four trucks this weekend for the first time in yeah. team history, too. Yep. I mean, this is... This is an impressive performance, the likes of which I don't know I would have put on them going DGR, into this weekend. DGR is doing a really good job because they're stretching their resources all out with four trucks 
and an ARCA car in Tanner That's Gray. Yeah, they are. Yep. That's right. Tanner's running the ARCA race tonight. So yep. they got everything going on. Absolutely. At least they're all on the same track. So yeah. I mean, at least they're no not kidding. having to fly people from, you know, track to track. Right. So that's good. It's and just interesting that you look at the the board there, and I never draw too many conclusions from practice because everybody's kind mm. of on their own agenda. Mm. But when mm. you see repetition, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, it, I'm not going to say this makes Anthony the favorite to win the race by any means, no. but I do think that it indicates that he has a good chance to be at least in contention. Can I indicate some irony? Irony? Yes. We like irony. Yes. I'm looking at, I'm, I'm looking at final practice and looking at P2 and P3 on the board and thinking to myself, oh, we've seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> because Johnny Sauter's currently second and Austin Hill is currently third. Yeah, but, you know, that's <laughs> they, they aren't necessarily running together at, at this moment on the racetrack. No, so this I is true. Can... I, just, I just had to chuckle when I look at that and go, oh, ha. But, you know, what stands out to me is that you you look at Anthony Alfredo. He's at the top of the charts. He's only ran, what, 13 laps of practice? Yeah, 13. When you have uh, Enfinger down there, he's run 33 laps already of practice, and he's sitting, what, fifth? Yeah, Ankrum's run 33. So a lot Um, of those guys are running multiple laps, so I'm wondering if they're working more on long runs than short runs. And I think Anthony did some long running uh, during second practice as well. Right, so he may be in qualifying trim, or he may be in, you know, Working on other agendas. Right, working on other agendas. That's but, but like, that's what Tom was saying. I mean, you know, the, the board goes back and forth depending upon if you're trying to work on qualifying trim, race trim. When you see somebody long that's run, short run. constantly up at least, say, in the top three, if they're consistently in the same range, then you right. can conclude that that's they're, They have the a fast chug no matter got. what they're right. trying to work on. Right, yeah, correct. Exactly. So, uh, overall, a really good day so far for yeah. BGR Crosley. I think that's what we can infer why not? Let's go around the table. Can they win their first truck series race? 100% yes. I believe that Tyler Ankrum has a great chance to win. I think that Anthony Alfredo certainly would have to at least be considered a dark horse at this point, though, you know, again, uh, racing is a little bit different than qualifying, Mm -hmm. but Anthony has shown that he can run up in the top five in the truck series. So I believe that Anthony can win. I don't necessarily think Dylan Lupton is probably at that point, just because his first race back in a while, um, and and I don't think Natalie Decker can, but I think two of the four trucks certainly can win, and and, uh, would love nothing better than to see Tyler or Anthony steal a win, because for different reasons, both of them could really benefit from it. Tyler Ankrum in particular, Randy, because though he did start and park the last two races with Nemco, Ankrum has still attempted every race and is in the top 20, which means should he steal a win in a DGR Crosley truck, he's in the playoffs. That's true, and he has a lot to prove. I mean, after, you know, everything that happened, you know, over the last several weeks with him essentially losing some of the races he was supposed to run because of Mm -hmm. sponsorship issues, having to run that start and park truck, He's out to prove that he is as good as he, you know, if you put the right equipment underneath of him, he's obviously going to be able to perform. And he was working on a couple of really good finishes and almost won a race. So Finished third uh, in Texas. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like even after spinning down the front straightaway or yeah. spinning down pit road. And going four, four laps, laps down. down. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. obviously he, he has the talent. He has everything he needs if he can get away with a win. That, I think, will change the entire dynamic of whether or not he runs the rest of the season in that truck or not. I would say for sure, and it you know certainly uh, if you're in the playoffs, all of a sudden that's huge leverage from a sponsorship standpoint. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And my answer is I absolutely believe they can win, and I think Ankrum's probably the favorite to do that given his recent mile-and-a-half prowess sure. and the fact that because of that playoff carrot hanging out in front of him, he's going to be motivated. Yes. I think there's two other guys, though, on that list that need to win, and that's Burton and Gilliland because I feel like they're being a part of the KBM team, and right now they're outside looking in. You know that Kyle's been screaming at them all yes. week about oh, yes. you guys have got to get out and get these wins because – I don't want to be on the outside looking yes. in when the playoffs start. And, and I want to and I want to be clear. I'm glad you said on the outside looking in because officially on paper, uh, Harrison Burton is not on the outside looking in yet. yet. But for all intents and purposes, as long as Ross Chastain keeps on his trajectory of easily mm-hmm. getting to the top twenty in points, which we believe he will do in the next race or two, right. that will then bump Harrison Burton outside the playoffs and make this a really precarious situation and one Tom that I truly we've never seen Kyle Busch Motorsports in this kind of a position before it's it's shocking to say the least yeah but at the same time I sort of feel like this says more about the rest of the field the rest of the field and the current truck series than it does about Kyle Busch Motorsports because I don't believe that in this current environment in the truck series with the motors that we have and and all of that, I don't believe that it's as easy for uh, technology to, you know, to buy wins. And I feel like now I know that Kyle was five for five and Biffle won and whatever, but I feel like Brandon Jones is in that truck tonight, by the way. Excuse me, yes, I see that. Yeah, and and he's seventh quick. But I I guess what I'm saying is I feel like this is a more equalized truck field from top to bottom. um, Than what it was a few years ago. Than what it was. Now, yes, Todd has struggled this year. Yes, Harrison has not progressed maybe to, to the degree that a lot of people, including probably us, had thought and hoped that he would. But... I again, I think it's as much about the rest of the field. I mean, look, look at Ross Chastain. When we started the year, nobody was thinking that these no. motorsports was going to be Heck in the playoffs, no. and Chastain was, you know. Yeah, so um, Ross currently fourteenth, though. By the way, but it's okay. It's not the last stage of the race Correct. yet. He can relax so. now, though. He's, I mean, to a certain extent, yeah. he's got his win. He just has to get in the top yeah, twenty, he, which, but he won't. He's not going to relax. <laughs> yeah, I know. You and I won't. both know that Ross know wants to win every He's a time. He sits. But it's not as much pressure now that you've got the win. Right. Right. You know, getting into the top right. twenty is going to yeah. be a little easier right. than getting right. the win. So, and I want to speak to Harrison Burton for a minute because honestly. Harrison's Harrison's problem is just that he's been a little bit inconsistent. He's had the flashes of brilliance. I mean, mm-hmm. he finished third at Dover. He finished third at Iowa. He finished fifth at Texas and Las Vegas. It's not like he's not been there. Right. Just the, the consistency hasn't been it's there. It's up and down. Right. Yeah, it is up and down. I mean, yep. 16th at Gateway certainly is not what they wanted. He crashed out in the first Texas race, crashed out at Daytona. Well, I guess who didn't crash out at Daytona, I guess, is a fair <laughs> point. Um, the winner? Yeah, about eight <laughs> Off trucks. Off the nil, that was about it. Yeah, about eight trucks. Yeah. But that's what the 18 team is missing. I mean, the, the four team, God bless Todd Gilliland, I just... Uh, I, I, I wish I knew what the what the fix was for them, and we'll talk more about that on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Laurel Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hi, I'm Noah Gregson, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Uh, Ladies in timeout. Yeah, oh, it's uh, like a pot of neck bones ow. in the studio here. Uh, Randy doesn't oh, get oh, that yeah, yeah, Randy, he's in timeout, so what, Chris has his I, microphone. When you, when you mess with the producer, see, that's what happens. You get the mute button. Yep. That's, okay. you know, it's now it's you and me, see? Yep. It's okay. <sighs> All right. He's out of timeout now. Welcome oh. back to Motorsports Madness. It's okay. Just what goes around it. comes around. He just had to do a stop and go. Yeah, something like that. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, the aforementioned Randy Miller, Chris Murdoch is the one punching the mute button over there. <laughs> and, and the rest of them. Yeah, and the rest of them, too. And we were talking about, or I started talking about, you know, wishing I had some sort of golden horseshoe to fix whatever's ailing Todd Gilliland. Oh, can I say something before you do that about the guy that brought us back? I guess. 
He was testing a super late model at Orange County today. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. Noah likes late models. Yes, and he was doing pretty well with the good old Brandon McReynolds. Fun. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, there's double trouble if I've ever heard it. Well, keep in mind that Brandon's Noah's spotter, so... And driver coach. Oh, he is? Yeah. In yes. the Xfinity series? I did not know yes. that. He has been okay. for a year, for a okay. couple years now. I know He's that. been with him since KBM. Wow. Yep. Yeah, those two are those two. Are oh, cool. boy. Have been. If I could be a fly in that pit area. <laughs> anyway. I'm not sure you'd want to. Anyway. Yes, I would. Okay. <laughs> Continue Fine. on. Todd Gilliland. I, I feel like we've been asking what's, you know, what's up. When are they going to snap out of this funk? Every week, it seems like. And the closer we get now, you know, after tonight, there's four races left before the start of the playoffs. And I think you have to start asking yourself, uh, ourselves now, can they snap out of this funk before the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, I think they can. Got to win, though, at this point. I think they can. You think? I do, yeah. I, I honestly think that between now and, and playoff time, at least one of them will win. You're referring to Harrison or Todd? I don't know. I would have said Harrison, but this last race, Todd had another new crew chief, and he looked much better. I mean, he didn't finish where, but... Yeah, he did. He finished second. Oh, that's right. He did end up fin- coming back and finishing It was Eckes that got dumped. Yeah, that's right. I was confused. For the second the year in a row at yeah. Gateway by, by Stuart, Stuart Friesen. Yeah, that was confusing the two of them. But, yeah, Todd definitely looked better. And so, no, I I think either one of them or even both could get a win. I mean, you can never count the KBM trucks out of victory lane. Fair. The the problem we've had this year is there's been a Japanese bullet train over there at (laughs) at Nice Motorsports. Called uh, Ross Yeah, that's just been, um, you know, really making this difficult for everybody else and he ain't gonna quit no so, he's not <laughs> you know he has I don't to see him slowing down well, before him it was their boss that was kicking everybody's butt so, yes it I mean, was kyle well, yeah. kyle took five win- you know what though i'm curious now and that opens up an interesting subject i actually want to go back and look at the five races kyle won and, and where they finished project well no i just oh. want to project who would have who would have won had they not, had Kyle not, I mean, I guess you can't say for sure would have won if Kyle hadn't been on the in, in, in the field. Theory. But in theory, Johnny Sauter at Atlanta. Well, that would make sense. That would. would have been an extra win that he would have gotten before yes. he got suspended for a week and had Brett, to go. Yeah, Brett Moffat at Vegas, mm-hmm. and I think Mo- had Bush not been in the field, Moffat was easily the best yeah. truck in yeah. Vegas. Yeah, he would have had two wins at that point. Oh, he would have had one. Ben yeah. Rhodes at Martinsville. Now, see, he would have been well, that's he an interesting that one. Yeah, he, yeah, right he now would've. he needed that win because yep. now he would be. Stuart Friesen, another one who really needs one right now. Although he's so consistent at points, though. He's got enough. Doesn't he have enough points to be in on points? Ben. He's uh, Stewart's the championship leader. Ben is in. Ben is in a little bit of a precarious position. Right. If one of the KBM trucks win, he would be the next one bumped. Or out. anybody that. Or anybody right, that hasn't won yet. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then Charlotte. And Charlotte. Well, Brennan Poole's Brennan Poole. not uh, necessary. Brennan Poole's not uh, playoff eligible. But he still would have needed that races. win either way. Just, I mean, just yeah. because for from, sponsorship. From a career you know, standpoint, yeah. See, that would have been big standpoint. for Brennan Poole. But this brings up. The legitimate argument mm-hmm. for why, because everybody why you says, hate "Well, Kyle Busch being in the field." <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, or anybody, even Biffle, you know, 
whoever finished second, right? So, like, any of that type of – but at least Biffle isn't a full-time right. cup regular. And that would have but been Matt Crafton, by the way. The, yeah. the problem is, is that when a cup driver wins a non-cup event, it does affect the rest of the field. Right. I wish NASCAR would still award the playoff berth playoff berth to the first d- series regular that crosses the line. That's and see that's a fair argument. I could get behind that. You know, I mean Absolutely. because it, it they they work just as hard as Kyle Busch and they right. don't and none of them have half the experience. So if you're going to let Kyle drop down and play with the kids, at, at least, least at least give the benefits. Give the benefits of you know, and I I've always said that because you know it's similar to what they would do in K and N, what they used to do, for example, with East and West. East if you and, go, and, yeah, the you know, combo race, right? The first the first driver from the other division right. was awarded a win, right? You and, yeah. and you get points for your. So I I right. really would like to see that because I think at least that way, you're. You're rewarding the performance of the series regulars easily. I, I could, I see, I can agree with that. Could they I like not? That. Could they not conceivably say, okay, so the eight trucks make it into the playoffs, right? So let's say Kyle Busch wins. Is it eight or seven? Is eight. It, it's eight, eight. right? Okay. Eight. So let's conceivably say that Kyle wins a race. Could they not just add a truck to the playoffs and make it nine? You know what I mean? Like not say. Well, the problem know, is if he wins five races. Then how many? Well, that's, but I you mean, know. just because I feel like you know, for every win that a guy needs, that's one less win that a truck series regular could get. I, I don't so. agree. I don't agree with increasing the number of spots in the playoffs. I do agree with Tom's point about still awarding the guaranteed right. playoff berth to the first drive, first right. regular across. Because the line. in short track racing, for example, if if say you know my home track in Oswego, if they hold a classic qualifier race at some other track that runs the super modifieds and someone wins okay and gets the guaranteed berth and they hold another one the same guy wins they give the spot to the second place car right so that so the pass has even done that with their oxford 250 qualifiers in the past so to me at least like i said at least by giving the points you know you start with the first regular he gets First place and first place points, et cetera, and so forth. You know, because Kyle Busch doesn't collect points because right. he isn't, you know, a regular. Right. He doesn't he isn't chasing points. So to me, at least that way, it sort of evens it out across the board. So you're not penalizing the series regulars because exactly. they don't have Kyle Busch's experience. Well, that would also make sense because if you're talking about, like, what happened with Ross getting disqualified and Brett Moffitt getting the win, it's right. exam- the exact same thing, except we're not talking about DQs. We're right. talking about wins. But That's right. It'd be the same thing. If uh, somebody who's not a regular wins a race, then second place should get the, the benefits of exactly. what would have happened had that driver not won. Yep. Right. Um, I am happy, by the way, that there's thir- a full field of trucks on the entry list, 32, for tomorrow night's race, or Friday night's race, I guess we should say. That would be tomorrow. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, bo- both things are true. <laughs> um, in regards to the ARCA race, by the way, wow. there was a little bit of news this week. Um, Austin Self is back in an AM racing slash Wintron racing entry for the ARCA race oh, okay. that will be going on. Uh, later in the show as it continues to air T-minus 33 yeah. minutes or so? Roughly. Yeah. Roughly. Exactly. I think green flag is 826 officially. Okay, yeah, so about an hour. About an hour-ish. That's interesting. It Austin is interesting. Is, you know, I feel like 
I feel like that's good for Austin because yeah. he's still at a point where I think he can benefit from additional oh, seat time. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Things. And I, I feel like he's, you know, because of the seat time he has had in the truck, um, it makes him a good driver to lean on and at least give data and feedback to for somebody like Cole Glasson, who's one of the development sure. drivers in, yeah. that, in that stable. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and that was referenced in the announcement earlier this week when uh, they said that Austin was coming back to run this race at Chicagoland, and that's a place that he's done well, actually, in the ARCA car in the past. So, Agreed. Just a, lot, just a lot of little tidbits this week. Let's go to Xfinity since Noah Gregson brought us into this okay. uh, this most recent segment here. And we have, like as we said, we have a quadruple header this weekend, which means the Xfinity race is Saturday. And it's still the the it, to use Joey Logano's phrase from last year. If we're looking for the big three and me, who steps up and becomes and me? I think it, I think it's funny that you uh, mentioned Joey Logano because he's in this race this weekend. Yes, he is in this race. A fact that was not lost on me, and I'm also not particularly happy about it. <laughs> well, I mean it. If... It follows the, the idea of, we just yeah, talked right, about. exactly. Mm-hmm. What happens if Cup I cut regular and wins the race? Yeah. Yep. As of right now, you know. I mean, they're all a little bit. It is what it though. is. But to answer your question, Jacob, I feel like if it's not one of the big three, then who's it going to be? I, it, I almost feel like it would have to be um, a, a, a junior motorsports car. I mean, all guyers not doing, you know, hardly anything at all this year. I mean, as far, surprisingly. as, far as right, surprisingly. Gregson's starting to come up, but he's still got a little ways to go. The A car has probably been the most competitive car at Junior Motorsports, and it's yeah, been a rigmarole of different right? people driving that car. Zane Smith is in it this weekend. Yes. Almost got a win last time he was in it. So Zane was I mean, so impressive like, last time he was in that who car. Who are you considering the big three? Reddick, uh, Bell, and Custer. 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 Because okay. they all have three wins this just, year. Just making sure that's yeah. where you were at. They okay. have three wins apiece this year. There is nobody. Actually, I, no. Sorry. One of them has four now, but yeah. I would yeah. argue Austin Sindrick would be the next driver to crack. He's not got crack it. the big three, but but to get a win. He's and got to get a win, and though. Me. And me. Yeah. He, he's got to get a win, though. I mean, that, that to me is the one sticking point with that 22 is that it hasn't been able to break into well, victory agree. lane. I'm just saying I think he would be the next one I would look at to be. Uh... It's interesting that we're looking at Austin Sindrick as and me. He drives the 22 in the Xfinity Series. Joey Logano was and me last I have, year. I have he drives the 22 in the Cup Series. Okay. Yeah. We'll hold Randy's thought until after this break. We're going to step aside when we return. More Motorsports Madness. Stay with us. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color it, Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. 
Introducing Easy Rider, complete motorcycle air suspension brought to you by strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider air shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider motorcycle air suspension at strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Jesse Love and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Let, let me guess. It's going to be raining where he's racing this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and I'm doing eight straight days of racing, of which four of them will probably get rained out. Ouch. That that young man, I feel so bad for him because it's like he just has a, a nasty rain cloud that follows him wherever he goes. Yeah. But every single state wants him to come to their state so that they get away of their drought. Yeah. So. And and the drought. He, he needs a he needs a rain jacket sponsor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or Rainex. Rainex. Something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like we I. I feel like when he pops up, we ought to start playing the game. Where, where in the country is Jesse Love this week? <laughs> yeah. Put a big map up here on the board and just yeah. put a dot every time. Yeah, he comes in. Yeah, a nod, a, a nod to one of the games from my. That time. would actually be fun. That's a cartoon now on Netflix, and it's very stupid. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not even going to ask. Yeah, anyway, wow. welcome back to Motorsports no. Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller on this side of the camera. Chris Murdoch over in the tech shed. And we were talking before the break about who and me was going to be in the Xfinity series. And uh, you were talking about uh, Austin, Austin Cindric. I somewhat agree with that. Somewhat. I didn't realize you were necessarily thinking just this weekend. I thought it was no, more of in, a general. No, it was a general okay. thing. Okay. Yeah, no, it so, was a general the thing. The other person that I thought about was Justin Haley. Hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. You'll have to explain that one. I don't think I he's just, consistent enough. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think he, Justin's quite there. But I, he will be. The consistency I thing, I, I understand, but like, especially with Daytona coming up, you only need one race to make it in. Can like, we break? Can need. we break the news? Oh, news! The colleague news. Yes, we, Ross can, Chastain, we can talk about the colleague news and the fact they're running three cars at Daytona coming Ross, up. AJ and Justin. Yes, Ross has been added in the sixteen, which. 
you know Chris Rice better than any mm-hmm. of the rest of us, I believe has to do with when Chris was racing? Yes. Yes? Yes. Uh, there's a story behind it. I He was supposed to call me and tell me the story, but he forgot. He so forgot. So I don't have the, the whole story. But, yes, it has something to do with Chris and career 16s and something. So I don't know the whole story behind it. But we were talking about during the break that's Hattori's number because they run the 16 in the Truck Series, and they were going to run uh, Austin Hill will be in the, the Xfinity race also. Um, but there's oh, a discrepancy about the 16 card. Yeah, about the 16 number being used. Austin's running yeah. an Xfinity race? Yes, or? we were just talking about okay. that because Hattori's running an Xfinity race. Therefore, yes. Austin Hill is also running the Xfinity race, which will be at Daytona, the same race that Colleg is running three cars. Mm-hmm. So, but but yeah. Hattori can't really pull that card when the 16 used to be a Roush number. Fair. Well, right. see, that's kind of the thing. It's whoever registers it, right? So, right. I mean, if Colleg got I think it. Co- I think Colleg had plans for the third car before Hattori was running an Xfinity race yeah. was going to be a thing. Yes. So, Hattori is running the 61, the inverse of the 16, and Austin Hill's going to drive a Toyota Supra. Well, and see, if Hattori would have raised a fuss about the 16, we can say, well, you can't run the 61. That's Kaz Grala's number. Except not anymore because well, Fury Fury doesn't have an Xfinity license saying, this year. You know, it's like yeah, it's, it's that a was, number. Also, put another a number on the car and go racing. Also, I gave an unpopular opinion during the break. I'm going to give another one because Tom thinks Ross is going to go from trucks <clears> to cup. I find it more believable that Ross Chastain's run full time in the ten uh, colleague car next year. I could buy that. Yes, I, I could I can, definitely I can buy, buy that. it. I can tell you. I, I can tell you without. Like saying a whole lot that that there a second car a second colleague car is almost a done deal. Well, Justin Haley alluded so, second to that full time car. Yes, that there may car. be that for yes. next year. That before Ross um, Chastain and Justin Haley on the same team would be fantastic. Well, I, I Plus, see, what's Ross sponsor? Nutrient Ag Solutions. They they really like him. Hashtag watermelon. Who farmer. couldn't like Ross? Yeah, I was going to say I mean, who doesn't like right. Ross? You, you get you always appreciate a driver who gives you a hundred percent every time. He's in the car, regardless of circumstances. And after the way that Ross helped to rally the whole Nice Motorsports organization yes. to that win last week, um, you know, that's the guy. That's And it's, it's not that I wouldn't like to see Ross in the calling car or whatever. It's just that I think I truly believe, especially if somehow he wins the championship in the truck series, I believe he's going to have opportunities in the cup series. I think anytime you do well in the sport, no matter what you're racing or what you're doing, if your name is being talked about in a good way, you're going to get publicity, right. which means yes. sponsors are going to go, ooh, who is That's this That's correct. Yep. Yes. So, which is what we need. Sponsorship. Well, okay. So this, before we talk about cup, it actually lets me go to a, a bit of an interesting um, around the table here that I want to get to. I'm going to start in the trucks, and then we'll go to Xfinity. So we are... For all intents and purposes, crossing the halfway point of the entire year. Yeah. This, this, t- this weekend is race 12 of 23 in the trucks. We're not quite to halfway in Xfinity, but we're pretty close. Hashtag thanks, DW. Yes. Yes. Hashtag thanks, DW. We'll get to that, too. Um, but my my <laughs> around the table here is who's been the biggest disappointment for you so far in the truck series this year? Oh, Randy, man. Can start. Thank you. Because I, I, <laughs> I, I want to look. I don't know. No, I don't oh, want to start because I, I really. Todd I Gilliland. I don't know. I know. Okay, Chris. Yeah, Chris. I was, I was going to say, I knew I knew where Chris would go. Yeah. So Chris says Todd. Oh, why? man. Why? Yes, yeah, why, why, Chris? Well, considering he almost won about three races last year and he's just now reaching back into the top ten. 
he is lacking in something, and I don't know whether that's they've they've changed the crew chiefs around quite a bit, and it's helped him a little get back into the top ten, but he's just not consistent this year. I think he's just under too much pressure. It's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, I have to go with Gilliland. I mean, any any of the any of the two KBM trucks, I feel like because when you put a KBM truck on the track, you expect the driver, which I'm not saying it's their fault. But you expect the driver to go out and win races because that's what Kyle wants you well, to that's do. That's what Kyle said. Right. And so, <laughs> that's what Kyle it, thinks. I mean, it, even though it's hard for you to race and win when your boss is kicking your butt, but mm-hmm. still, I mean, you expect those trucks to be running up front and winning races like they've done in previous years, and they haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. Even though the competition's getting better, you know, people have stepped up their game, it's still a KBM truck, and you expect the KBM trucks to win races. So, fair. Tom? Well, <clears throat> the KBM trucks are an easy mark, I feel like, for that. Yeah. So I'm actually going to get away from that, and I'm going to say Brett Moffitt. Ooh, even though he got a win? A yeah, he ago? got a win. A, a win. win. On a technicality. <laughs> on a technicality, but by and large, that's last year's championship no, it's not. Yes, it's, well, yeah, it's, it is. It's last year's championship kind of, driver. Yeah, championship driver in a former championship truck. Yes, that th- they should they should have won before that, and they should be running for wins every week. And I feel like, by and large, that team has been off its mark all year long. I know they've had some good runs; they've contended for the lead in some of the races, but. I just felt like Brett Moffitt would go out and win multiple races, and they just haven't done that. Um, huh. So I'm I'm going okay. with Moffitt, and I'm also as a as a sort of addendum to that. Um, I feel like the three Tyler Young Motorsports trucks, See, yeah. Young's Motorsports trucks, yeah. should be doing better. The only reason that I'm kind of giving them a pass here is. You've got new drivers. You've got and they expanded. They expanded trucks, very quickly. I, I was just yeah. talking to someone about that today. So I feel like they need a year to sort of. It's like Figure you expand and then yeah. you got to contract back just to go. Huh, okay, now we're good. Right. You know, and everybody needs to get familiar and go through a year and whatever. I think they'll be fine going forward. Well, my see, I'm glad you mentioned the young trucks because I that was one of the first thoughts that came to my mind. But I'll be honest, after all the hype that surrounded my pick for this category um, last year, I I really believed that the driver of the deuce was going to come in and far exceed what he's done so far. Sheldon Creed, to me, has been a shocking disappointment so far this season. They've had speed sometimes, and other times they've just been... You know, not there at all. And I know not all of that Sheldon is his can't doing. Get out of his way. But well, see, here's my thing. I think Sheldon can divide his season into two seasons so far. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, for the first five, six races, he was basically how do you say stepping on himself. Yeah. Um and but the last couple of races, he started to become much more just he stopped making the big moves. He's just, you know, he's finishing races. I think Doug Randolph finally got to him. Yeah. And, you know, he's had a pair of solid top 10 runs um, with virtually no issues. And I feel like Sheldon just needed to really get into his head that these are longer races and you can't run, mm-hmm. you know, 100 and 
whatever time trial laps. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you can't put it three wide in the middle and lap six. You gotta just, you know, get to the end of the race. And I think he's starting to figure that out. So that's the only reason I didn't go there is I'm seeing an uptick. Fair enough. All right. Same question on the Xfinity series That's side. That's easy. I, well, I, well, I want to. Chris can start. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> if you oh, think... see, if, if I think it's easy, I can start. Noah Gregson. Really? Wow. That was not where I thought you would go. I thought all, about actually. that, actually. There wow. was, there was so much hype good. around him coming into it. He's in the championship car, and he's barely cracking top 10 in points. Whew rough well he's, he's being a little rough i mean all right that's, um, that's hard to i'm gonna go next because some logic. of my thoughts kind of revolve around that same sphere only i feel like this driver's been far far worse than than noah gregson gregson's at least shown flashes of brilliance brandon jones hasn't even shown flashes as far as i'm concerned the fact that a bonafide joe gibbs racing car is 12th on the playoff bubble should something crazy happen is uh, that astounds me? His average finish this year, his average finish this year is basically 16th. When Christopher Bell has won four times at this point in the season, as far as I'm concerned, that's unacceptable. And I'm really concerned right now if I'm the 19 team because they they got to fix some things over there. Seven top tens in 14 races isn't going to cut it, Randy. Nope. Justin Allgaier. Because at this point last year, he had already won, what, three or four races? Three or four, yeah. And he is winless this year. And yeah. getting his butt kicked. He's, he's not bad, like I said earlier, but he's not the Justin Allgaier that he was last year when he was chasing Christopher Bell. That's fair. Yeah. And he was the regular season points leader at this juncture last exactly. year. Exactly. And now he's, what, fourth in points? Yes, fourth yes. in. And no more, more than two races back. Mm-hmm. Of the big three. I was, I wasn't. I actually, after hearing Chris talk about Gregson, it, it is a compelling argument. But I actually agree with Jacob. I think Brandon Jones, because oh, I yeah. expected Brandon to win more than I expected multiple wins and, yeah. you know, for sure in the playoffs. And um, he, it's just like that team has not been able to get started this year. Yeah. I, I don't, kind of like Todd Gilliland, I just don't yeah. get it. And there's, I don't know where that light there. switch is to, to be able to make it click. I mean, Bell's been in the top five eight times in 14 races. Brandon Jones has two top five finishes. Yeah, year. and the thing is, he's run in the top five more than that. He just isn't finishing there. Yes. Now, if the Cub Series pick isn't unanimous, I'm going to be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll is get that where I, we're going? No, we, no, we'll get to that a little bit later because we've okay. only got about a minute. We only a have minute. a minute. There's oh, not enough time yeah. to talk okay. about that. Left in this segment, I, I want to pay a nod to the uh, conclusion of truck, pra- series of, of truck Series practice. and oh, Pasta ended at number one. Well, no, that's, oh. practi- that's practice two. Oh. I got to reset. Here. Refresh your screen. Yes. Thank you, sir. Well, well, he's still number one. Refresh. refresh yeah, as far as, I, as far as I was told, he's still number one. For some reason, I that's can't okay. get we practice. Have seconds. Anthony Anthony Alfredo. There we go. There we go. Yes, yep. number, still one. number one. Yep. He ended, pre- ended practice three on top. And I actually, did. the top five that we uh, <laughs> talked about earlier, Alfredo, Ooh, Sauter, Hill, Moffat, and Creed. The bottom five is not the same, though. No, it's not. Wow. I got uh, So we were we were just knocking on the young trucks a little bit. I got to give Tyler Dipple credit. He ended final practice sixth in a lot better position. His than, teammate was up. Yeah. So Tyler Dipple and Gustine both. May, maybe they heard us and got up on the <laughs> up on the horse. Anthony's giving him uh, giving him notes while he's in the truck. <laughs> Something like that. 
And with all that being said, we've still got a whole other half of this show to go, which is what I really like about this. But we're going to step aside, and when we return, we've still got cup conversation and some other stuff to get to in this edition of Motorsports Madness. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people? Even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, I'm Riley Herbst, and you're listening to Race Talk on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. That's fitting also because Riley Herbst is running the Xfinity race this weekend in the 18 car with Monster Energy on board. So a little nod there, and uh, Riley certainly has been impressive in his limited Xfinity series starts. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller still with you. And Tom, I uh, alluded to it earlier that um, 
Wow. Brain's trying to short circuit on me again. Your brain doesn't even know what you alluded to. <laughs> no, my Chris, brain. Chris, <laughs> come over here and reboot the kid. What? <laughs> my brain doesn't know what I alluded to. Apparently, so I'll, I'll just I'll just move on. I'll just move on from that and let you talk about. That's my what happens when career. you when you try Save to push me. on the gas too fast on the green flag restart. And you I just spend yeah, tires and I don't I, go anywhere. While Jacob <laughs> is rebooting, I want to share a little bit about a great idea. If you're looking for a new career or a first career. MyComputerCareer.edu could be your solution. You could learn how to reboot him. That's right. You could learn how to reboot Jacob. It is training for a better life. These are this is IT is what we're talking about. And here's the thing with that: there are over two million unfilled cybersecurity jobs in this country right now. And actually, it's two million and one because now we need somebody who can reboot Jacob. That's a full-time job. That's a full-time job <laughs> with benefits to keep Jacob working. So, uh, if you want to apply for the job of rebooting Jacob, you have to have uh, training from mycomputercareer.edu first. So here's all you do: go to the website mycomputercareer.edu. They have financial aid available if you are eligible, including the GI Bill. And you don't have to do this full-time. You can do this part-time a few days a week, and you can do it either at one of their seven campuses across the country, or you can do it online. Either way, your choice. In as little as four months, you could be fully trained to actually come here to the Race Chaser studio and reboot Jacob during our shows each Ouch. week. It's Reboot Host 101. MyComputerCareer.edu. It's training for a better life. You don't have to be a math or science expert. It's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Jacob is, however, really complicated and complex. Ouch. So just yeah, focus sometimes. on the training. Get your degree, and we need the help. Come on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let Chris get ready to punch his break button so that I can go find some caffeine or something. We do have a whole nother half of this show, so don't go anywhere. Please come back. We're growing like crazy and need account reps who know their way around agencies, the Internet, and social media. Got connections? Or do you know how to get to the decision makers? Are you fearless? We need you. Internet radio, or as we call it, wireless mobile radio, is rapidly becoming the place to be with almost limitless income potential. So contact us to get involved with the fastest growing professionally produced group of Internet radio stations in the world. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or you can email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yeah. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. 
Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Hi, I'm NASCAR driver William Byron. You're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. I'm here, did I you, promise. Did you eat your Snickers while you were on the, <laughs> are you yourself again now? I, I, I'm, I'm trying to be myself. Jacob's this going helps. to go from totally out of it to by by the end of the show, he's going to be wired. He's going to be running laps around he's the table. He's going to be solving math equations. Yeah, by the time he finishes that code red. <laughs> it's going to be a giant like uh, equation on the wall and he's yeah. going to be back there like Einstein. No, I need, I, I need a chalkboard for that. So, anyhow. There's we, one in the production yeah, studio. We're starting the second half of our show, and that means we have Cup Series talk still to get to. I want to allude to some ARCA storylines since there's a race that's kind of happening during the second half of this show, or there will be here in a few minutes. Um, IndyCar storylines, because we have a one-man silly season. That's going to be fun to try and figure out how that's all I'm not work. sure it's only a one-man silly season. but If Robin Miller's to be believed, one man holds the keys to the entire season. Well, he holds the season. key, but I don't think he may be the only one moving. I think he could cause other movement. That's an interesting conversation. Perhaps. Yeah. What we talked about last night, too. In the yes, well, and, and I also somehow want to hit on, in one of, in one of our segments upcoming, uh, the mass chaos that all F1 fans seem to have fallen into because they finally learned what Tom and I have known for years. It sucks right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it started out as such a promising year, and it went downhill about five laps into the first race. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> it's never gotten Jeez. any better. It didn't. There were a couple races there in the first four that were really, it was after about race four where it got really bad really quick. Because okay. re- remember, the the fight between... I don't remember if it was Vettel and Hamilton. There, there was one fight. Drink more Code Red. <laughs> <laughs> you need another I'm shot. I'm working on it, Chris. I, I'm just not. I'm just not good at pulling F1 well, statistics I, as well the, as I uh, am other but my, stuff. Really, it's the first race. We all knew after the first race. We all knew that this was going to be a Mercedes year, pretty much, and it and it and it has been. I mean, there's yeah. been flashes from other people, but. You know, pretty much it's Lewis Hamilton's uh, world, world, and, the rest and of everyone is just uh, living in it at this moment. Something like that. When you win six out of the first eight races, that yeah. tends to be the theory. What's that, funny uh, is though is that the the conversation in their ch- in the chats uh, in you know in the F one groups yeah. and such is more starting to become about how boring the courses yeah. are. Yeah, hold that thought. We'll yes. be right back. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including 
including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Todd Gillant, and you're listening to Race Talk on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. It's like they're listening. I was going to say, it's as if they knew we were talking about them earlier. <laughs> That's funny. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller. We have not moved from our designated Actually, I was Actually, I moved. I was way over here. I don't know why. I don't oh. know if my, my chair is jumping the start or something. You're, now, you're, you're now back here. <laughs> I feel like level. Ryan Priest. <laughs> having brake issues. Kind of level. I Ryan like Priest did not jump the start. Come I on. Know. Not even Officially he oh, I know. Oh, gosh. Let's not start down this rabbit yeah, hole. Even Daniel Hemrick said Ryan I know. didn't jump the start. We don't need to. That was That's the worst call officially, in the history of NASCAR. Officially, he did. But Tom, take back the reins and finish your F1 point. Yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Well, we were talking about F1, and we were talking about how it's Lewis Hamilton's world. We're all playing in it, and I thought it was interesting that the in the a lot of the F1 groups that I'm involved with, it's funny that the conversation is starting now to come around to all of the courses that are boring and non-raceable. Yes. Like it's unusual for the for the F1 fandom to be so hard on their courses. But it seems more and more prevalent. It's like peep, the bell's finally going off. Like, we've been sitting here talking about this for five years on these shows. Absolutely. You know. They're finally catching on. There's just some, some of their courses that are just... Just not good. Yeah. 
Come on, folks. Snap out of it. Well, when you have to have the whole DRS thing just to enhance the ability of a trailing car to be able to pass, yeah. you know you have exactly. a problem. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> onward and upward. Onward and upward and to the Cup Series now for a bit, shall we? Because we uh, did not earlier when we were talking about our uh, nominees for biggest disappointment at the roughly halfway point of the season talk about the Cup Series, and now we get a chance to do that. It's easy for me. Well, if it's so easy... <laughs> well, that's easy it, for you, it, too. If it's so easy for you, Mr. Murdoch, why don't you lead off again? Kevin Harvick. Wow! That's actually not where I thought Chris was actually, going. Actually, that's where I thought he was going. No, so, so. I didn't. Kevin Harvick. I know no. you guys thought I was going to go with Jimmy Johnson, but... Yeah. That's also not where I thought he was going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kevin Harvick. I mean, Mr. Where Did He Come From? Still trying to figure out where he got it's off the wrong it. exit. <laughs> he got off the wrong exit. Um, so wow. uh, he's he's struggling. I mean, it's it's. I mean, by this point, he'd won like what four races last year. I think year? he had five races. Yeah. By five this races point under last his year. belt last year. Yeah. He's got zip this year. He's he's got some he's got some ground to make and up. And he's not even averaging a finish inside the top ten right now, which is nope. really surprising. That's why I said it's gotta be unanimous. <laughs> it's I mean Kevin Harvick is the hmm. biggest disappointment so far. Five top fives, eleven top tens, zero wins. And only two DNFs. Yeah. In six so he's stars. finishing races just on the top ten. Well, just, and he's, he's at five out yeah. of the top ten. He's third in regular season points. The stage points really are what's saving yeah. him. The problem is he's still more than a race behind the two guys who are right in the thick of the yeah. battle for the regular but season championship, Joey Logano def- and Kyle Busch. In his defense, some of those races were his crew. Not necessarily him. Yeah, Randy's I'm got points. So, I mean, go I'm not going to say that he would have won had it not, not been for that, but there. penalties... Crew mistakes. I mean, he's had his fair et cetera, share of pit, et cetera, road, et cetera. pit road uh, all right. mishaps. So where are you going, Randy? I'm going with Eric Jones. And Ooh. now here's the thing, because last night I talked about this too. Eric is the only guy on the Joe Gibbs team who has not won a race yet. Yeah. Everybody else has won. He's shown some some uh, instances where he's fast, but then other times due to bad luck or what have you, he's mm-hmm. not. And I said it last night, I believe that if he doesn't make the chase, he will not be back on the 20 next year. Playoffs. Playoffs, sorry. <laughs> My bad. That's a dollar. Playoffs? Yes. Playoffs? Are you talking about playoffs? Talking playoffs? Playoffs. Play playoffs. All right, Tom. Oh, Tee it up. I, see, I can't believe I'm going third and neither of the first two guys went here. Kyle Larson for yep. crying out loud. Yep. Absolutely. He has had yes. one top five and five top tens yes. in 16 races, and he's only had four DNFs. And the only race he won didn't count. So that means 12 times he finished the race, and out of those 12 times, half of the time, over half the time, he was outside the top ten. That That is awful, and that team needs work. Something yes, is missing over there suddenly. Jamie McMurray, apparently. Whether it's Kyle or it's... <laughs> well, no, because Kurt Busch is having a much better year. Well, right, I've, said it, I've said it for months. I just think Kyle's not motivated. I think he's having way more fun driving a dirt car right now, and he's just doing Cup just to do it. Maybe. So if he mysteriously gets hurt sometime during the year and then decides he's going to retire like Casey Kane did, 
then uh, we'll know that uh, so Casey think, Kane's still sidelined because of uh, a crash true. at Williams Grove in March. Now, there's a possibility, um, and we've not heard the official news yet. He was supposed to go back to the doctor this week and find out whether he was going to be cleared um, in time to run the Knoxville yeah. Nationals yeah. or not. Tom and I saw Mr. Kane at Chick-fil-A not too long ago. Yeah, yeah fun. We did, yeah. Um, so I can't believe I raised this, and by the time we're done, four of us will have offered picks, and nobody says Jimmy Johnson, but I think that ought to tell us how bad Jimmy Johnson's been the last two years. See, he's not even on my radar anymore. I yeah. just think he's just going to ride off into the sunset. And Well, see, here's... Hey, hey, hang on a minute. You, I'll let you make your Johnson point after I tell you who my biggest disappointment is so far. Oh, I and thought I... that's who you were going with. Oh, no, oh, no. sorry. No, I, I was making the point that by the time we're done, there's four of us that will have given picks, and nobody... Oh, and nobody said Jimmy. ...said okay. Jimmy Johnson. I'm not saying Jimmy I Johnson. Because at this point, I'm just used to how bad that team is. My pick wow. for biggest disappointment this year is a driver who came to uh, this car with pretty high expectations and has been completely outclassed by the driver who left it, Daniel Suarez. See, I give Daniel a bit of a pass because in as much as he's only had two top fives, um, he's had six top tens, he's only had one DNF, he's struggling, but I feel like the whole, basically the whole team over there is struggling. I feel like he walked into Stuart Haas racing at the time when Stuart Haas Racing took a little dip in their performance. Kevin Harvick's been way off. Eric Almarola's been virtually non-existent. Um, Clint Boyer has shown flashes. Um, but but notice that the guy who left is doing very, very well. That's why, well, that's, well the, that's the point that I made. He's, he's getting outclassed by Kurt Busch in a car that I would consider inferior to Stuart Haas equipment. In a Ganassi See, car no offense, is Jim. doing way better than Tom's pick for the biggest. See, but I would argue, though, that if you want to compare, you shouldn't compare Suarez to Kurt Busch. Compare Suarez to the car he left or got thrown out of, basically, is more appropriate. Well, either Which either, is the 19 car. Now, wait a minute. Way. But, but here's the deal. You brought in Martin Truex and Cole Pern, who were the, I would argue, the top driver-crew chief combination in the series Darn, for I the thought, last two years. I thought you were going to make a funny joke and, and say that, that they brought in the it couple. Well, <laughs> either way. I mean, you know, they, they, they basically... Focused on the 19 car and threw the book at it. And now it's performing. Okay. I, look at the 20 car. As as uh, as Randy says, Eric has been. Yeah. You know, and 20 that's, car wasn't great last year, though, aside from Daytona. I disagree. He's in the contract here, by the way. That Eric uh -huh. leaves if he doesn't make the playoffs. But it would be just like Joe Gibbs Racing to pull that because. They did it with they, they, they can't need, develop yeah. young drivers they over need there. An, and they need an excuse somewhere to put Christopher after, Bell. After yeah. the break, I want to pose an interesting question about Jimmy Johnson. Oh, gosh. We we could go 8,000 different places with that. I know. I know. Randy's only going to go one. We only have a minute, so I don't yeah. want well, to get into okay, it. Okay, ask it and let us think during the break then. Do you think it's possible if Jimmy doesn't win a race for the rest of the year that he does not return in 2020 and this sets out the other year of his contract? Ooh. Well... Opening, wow. Thus opening the 48 car for somebody else to come in. Let's, uh, then we could speculate on who that might be and what yes. that would do to Silly Season. Yes. Good wow. grief. Mm -hmm. that, 
I don't believe that's a realistic scenario. But I, let's, I think let's it's actually more realistic that. than we think it might be. <laughs> you be really honest. think that Jimmy would just say that? Because he wants to win so much that if he's not going to win, then he has no desire to continue to compete. He's a seven-time champion. He doesn't need the other year of his contract. So uh, you're basically thinking that if he thinks there's no chance that it gets any better next year, does he He want wants to I, win so bad because – Eight means so much. Well, to him. right, but if yeah. he's not going to get, if he's not even going to get close to seven, I mean, he's or not he's close top. to being having yeah. the opportunity to go for eight. He's on, into, yeah, yeah then, he's on the outside looking in right, right. now. That ought to terrify some people. He's so dejected that I don't know if he would want to come. Wow. All right, yeah, we're going to keep speculating on that on the other side of the break that's coming your way right now. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Tom's having fun playing the blues oh, over there. Oh, you gotta play the blues, man. Randy's on this side of me, just kind of chuckling at Tom. Stay away from what's going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the wall. You'd be very good at the Air Guitar Championship, though. No, I actually wouldn't. Air drumming? Yes. I could pull that one off. Yeah. Air guitar? Probably not. Murdoch's just over there kind of rolling his eyes. I'm a drummer, not a guitarist. for something to throw. This is why we call it Motorsports Madness. Uh, before the, the break, Randy posed a question mm-hmm. that... Uh, I really kind of caught me off guard just because it wasn't something I had thought about. But he said, if Jimmy Johnson doesn't win this year, Randy, you believe that he won't come back for the I, final I year of his he, contract in 2020. Yeah, so just, yeah, just, just to clarify, his contract technically isn't up until 2020, to the end of 2020. Right. Um, but he hasn't won a race in over two years. Well, what, a year and a half now? Over two years. Oh, yeah, to over two years since he's won a race. So I, I feel like if he doesn't win a race this year, he will just say, you know what? I don't want to race anymore. I'm done. Wow. I'm going to take my ball and go home. Wow. I wow. think Jimmy would be a whole lot happier running marathons. At least he can, has a chance to win those. See, I can't I can't fathom Jimmy just walking away. See, I, I don't think, think the fire's gone yet. I think the whole like perspective of it is we can't imagine Cup without Jimmy yet. Like you know, even when he's even if he was to say you know come come February, this is going to be my last year. I'm not resigning. It's still going to take us a while to realize that Jimmy won't be in the sport anymore because he's one of the last of the you know people that have been you know yeah. transcended the sport that's left. So once he's gone, it's like well now what? So <laughs> what when, we, what when Junior left, was his contract up and then he left, or was it? I think he is was injury related, so to speak. Like because uh, of all the injuries, he didn't think he was it was safe enough for him to perform. No, he did finish his contract. Did he? Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know his contract. He did was finish his contract. Twenty eighteen. He just didn't renew his contract. Nah, yes. Okay. Um, which Rick offered him to do, and right. that's when Junior decided that I just don't want to do that. Um, my take on this is I could see Jimmy Johnson walking away a year early under only one scenario. Think about when Junior left. There was already a driver in line. Mm-hmm. I don't know that there's a driver in line yet right now with the 48 deal. I don't know that there's somebody that Rick Hendrick looks at as, okay, well, if if you leave, I bring. We knew Alex Bowman was going to be the replacement. There was not right. uh, for Junior. Um, now, when Jeff Gordon retired, they brought William Byron up, which we could argue may have been a little soon. But I don't believe that Rick Hendrick just had to scramble to make that decision. That decision was made, um, or actually, no, he didn't. Re- Byron didn't replace Gordon. Uh, Chase Elliott did. Does yeah. Allgaier have any? Moved. Does yeah. Allgaier have any interest in running cup? Well, I'm sure he has interest. I don't believe Rick Hendrick puts Justin Allgaier in the forty. No, it would be a younger. It'd be somebody I think younger. it's going to be somebody younger. What, what I've what I've heard from inside is that Chris Busher would be one of the leading choices mm-hmm. for that car. Um. You know, I don't think Jimmy waits till the end of the season then wakes up and goes, I'm done. If Jimmy's going to go out a year early, 
He goes to Rick. They make the plan. Maybe they don't announce it, but they make the plan. They know what's coming, and so it's a smooth so transition. He could ar- so at this point, you would think we're halfway through the year. It would already have to be in talks. Well, if it were going to happen. Maybe. If it were going to happen. Because that's think, not something you just, oh, we're going. So. I would think that if the playoffs start and Jimmy Johnson's not in the playoffs yeah. and he yeah. doesn't think that, that things are going to get any better next year, yeah. maybe he thinks about it. But yeah. I just I could see him coming back out of loyalty to Rick uh, and the organization to finish his contract regardless but, of the situation. And loyalty to Jeff Gordon since yeah. it's Gordon that That's started him yeah. in yeah. there in the first place. I, and we all right. know Gordon's going to take over Hendrick at some point anyways yes. right. somewhere down the road. So but. I could see that being a thing, but I think he only walks away if they have a firm plan to – Replace him. Well, that's a sought-after ride. I mean, that's one of those rides it where is. everybody would love to drive the 48 car, much like everybody would like to drive the 24, the 88. Which you brings know, Also, speaking of Jeff Gordon, I'm just putting this out here because it popped in my mind. Look out for him to run uh, Martinsville in the Xfinity Series next year. Mm, in a junior I car? I about that. I re- well, that's the, that's the one car that's the one car track combo he said he would run again. Yeah, but that was a couple of that's years a ago. Thought. What a couple of years ago when they had the the whole Hendrick press conference when they still actually had a real media day at Charlotte before they ruined it, um, and and all the Hendrick drivers were there. It was Jeff Gordon was it was the year he was going to retire. Yeah. So the whole deal was um, some somebody said something about would you come back and maybe run an Xfinity race or something. And Junior um, was over there. His face lit right up. And, and he was over kind of, you know, back yeah. and forth with the elbow as if he's rooting for, you know, yeah. and, and just waiting for And Jeff said, well, maybe, you know, like at Martinsville. And then um, somebody said, well, the Xfinity doesn't race there. And then he's like, oh, that's right. Well, maybe a road course. Right. And, you know, of course, then Hendrick <laughs> kind of puts his, you know, his his, yeah. his hand, his eyes. He's like, oh, this is going to be expensive. Um, <laughs> but. Um, it's never happened, and I think now too much time has probably gone by. I don't think I don't think that would happen. Who knows? But, but that being, would be fun. But being as being as sought after, right? Is that you know that if that if that scenario ever played out where Jimmy decided he wasn't going to come back, that everybody would probably want that ride, or Hendrick would put whatever money was out there to whoever he could find well to put into that ride. So it, it that, and I'll make one final point about mm-hmm. the Grim point. Junior did say. That Darlington's probably it for him. No more one-off starts. He's done. Wow. Yes, this, he has that said must, that. Well, that must junior, mean that must mean this is the last year of his contract with Hellman's because his contract probably. with Hellman's requires well, him to run. Junior did say one. he did want to do one last hurrah at Darlington before he actually hung it up. So okay. I could see that. Fair. Yeah. So so it's so if if now what what if it becomes well look I don't want to take the chance with my health. But Jeff's willing to run Martinsville. Hmm, that could be fun. That's, it's, right. So, you know, yeah. you just kind of leave that on that and go back to what you were just talking about. Right. So who replaces Jimmy Johnson if Jimmy Johnson leaves this year? Do you know what that would do to silly season? It would oh, blow it wide yes. open. Yes, it would. Because wide open. You know, who who doesn't, although I would argue that the value of that ride right now is substantially yes. less attractive to a younger driver than it might have been. Correct. But, but, but Hendrick has enough money that I don't right. think the quality of the ride would matter. It's well, the money you're going to get for and, riding or driving around in that car. And yeah. he could pretty much poach 
almost anyone anybody he wanted. wanted. Right. right. So, exactly. uh, Bubba? Question mark. Huh. Uh, and I don't know if Bubba's his type of personality. Junior looks for, or Junior, Hendrick <laughs> looks for a certain type of personality. Right. Busher fits that. Byron fit that. Yeah. He wants somebody who is polished. young, what polished, a, professional. What about Christopher know. Bell? See, that's where I was going. Because if JGR does not guarantee him a home team ride, I still don't believe Chris Bell goes to LFR. Well, period. Well, Chris, but, Be- Chris Bell doesn't go to Hendrick on the same condition that Kyle Larson turned down Hendrick because Rick won't let him run dirt. Well, that may be true. Yeah, that's true. That's that may that be the be that may be the point that 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 takes that away. But but I guess the point I'm I'm making is yeah. that Hendrick could go and get almost anybody he right. wants. I mean, Eric and, Jones may be looking but, for a ride at the well, end. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and Eric is. Hendrick's kind of type of that just, would to, be just to make something clear, Christopher Bell does not stay another year in Xfinity. Oh, no, he no. will not. No, no not he'll, he'll be in Cup next year some way somehow. Yeah, even if it means like we talked about with Eric Jones, it, it, I understand that Eric is not you know horrible or whatever. You know, he's not doing bad. But look what they did with Suarez last year. They jerked him out of the car and put you know. Put somebody we, else in. So. And we did find out the reason why Blaney's not allowed to run sprint cars. It wasn't a Penske decision. It was his dad telling Penske, don't let him run any more sprint cars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, trust By me. the way. I know there's some stories on that. I can yes. throw out one more name for the hat. Real quick. Ross Chastain. Hmm. There's that, too. See, I even thought about Ross, too, because I thought, you know, Ross would be a perfect fit for any <laughs> kind of race yeah. car. Yes. So... And obviously, he's got the desire. So, so. it would be interesting. It That's, would be. That was a great question. I want to turn to IndyCar real quick and sure. just kind of offer a softball around the table before we get into our lightning round, and we can toss out a few more points. Who's on the rise in your mind right now as far as IndyCar is concerned? Oh, I think you got a couple. I I, I think the one that stands out for me is Colton Herta. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Colton, poll at Road America was impressive. Yeah, I think Colton is definitely on the rise, and I think he's also. I see. I think the whole silly season thing, depending on what happens with Rossi, I think Colton could be in demand here. Yeah, so, question of whether he leaves. Right, you know, but he will go. Well, he will go wherever George Steinbrenner goes because Steinbrenner's footing Colton's bill wherever Colton yeah. ends up. So um, my point, my uh, name drop here is Graham Rahal. Four straight top seven finishes, oh, okay. and he's climbed up. I was in the thinking you were wanting bit. younger. Okay, but no, yeah, no, sure. just just kind of overall. Who to watch in the yeah, rest of the yeah. Who to watch the rest Graham, of the year? Graham, Graham's he getting does this closer. every year or two, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. It seems like about it seems like about Detroit. He's yeah. like, oh hey, I'm here now. Yeah. And we'll see if his wife gets better too, because then we'll know that something. You know, they, there was some mojo going on somewhere. If there was, you know, yeah. Perhaps. But well, my, my pick was Colton Herta, too. I was going to say, Courtney's retired now. So. Yeah. Well, that's true, but that doesn't mean she can't, you know, be an occasional race or something. I w- I'd like to see her come back, like maybe I for a U.S. Would. Nationals yeah. or something. She can't race her Mustang down the front yard or, you know, <laughs> Probably won't, driveway but... or something. She's got to go check the mail at some point. She's scoot, you know, three, three seconds in the mailbox and back. I think. <laughs> That's what I think. Look, I like the way we're in. She wants to be a mom. A, a yeah. Nine month pregnancy could turn into three seconds. Yeah. Boom. Done. Yeah. Out. Kid. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like everything is fast with the Force family. You guys have to understand that. He's everything right. Is boom. Done. Out. Speaking of fast, our lightning round's coming up right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Zane Smith, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. See, we'd all have images that we can't unsee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if Thank you don't you. know why we were saying that, just go back, listen to yeah. the show, and catch the little You'll understand. During commercial, segment. close your eyes, and you can picture everything we just saw. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anyway, have light, lightning round. Yes, lightning round, and unfortunately, it's aptly named if you're trying to pay attention to Chicagoland because the the ARCA race is under a weather delay. So uh, we thought it was going to be started before oh we went off the air, but uh, no See, such that, luck. That just means that God wants us to watch the race. Yeah, so apparently. He's waiting um, until the race, until the show's over. Something like Justin that. Justin Sullivan in our chat makes the point he thinks Jimmy has about two more years in him before he says he's done. I don't believe he goes past 20. 
No. So that I would don't. be one more year. Why would yeah. you sign I, another, why would you sign a one year extension? Yeah. yeah. I don't believe he says he he passes 20. Yeah. But I but I, I just it's a question of whether he would go a year. Or All right. Yeah. So lightning round I've, yes. I've got a couple of quick IndyCar hits okay. here. Um number 1, we were talking about it during the break actually. The Rossi Newgarden rivalry right now in Delicious. IndyCar. It is very delicious because those two are at the top of their game. It's been a while since we've had two Americans at the top of their game and fighting fighting it out for a championship. Do you see it continuing all the way down to the wire? I hope so because IndyCar has needed a legit rivalry for a while. It's not that we haven't had points battles, but there's a difference between a points battle and an actual rivalry. It seems like we get points battles that involve three, four, five drivers going down to the wire, yeah. which is okay. Yeah. However, um, a two-man horse race would be a lot of fun, and I think those two guys make great rivals. Oh, absolutely, Randy. Yeah, I think I, I think for the sake of for ratings and for you know stuff to talk about, I think it's, it would be great if it went the entire season because then. You know, as as the as it heats up and gets closer to the championship, I, I feel like you know it gets more publicity, and then in which case IndyCar obviously will benefit the you know the glory of having more coverage on itself because of it, everybody's yes. going to talk about these two drivers and the rivalries. Well, what I love here is it's Alex Rossi versus the team he's speculated to potentially join next which year. Which I don't buy. I, I don't buy it either. I you know Alex Staying Rossi right where he is. Alex Rossi holds the keys to silly season if he decides to go anywhere. Yeah, here again, if he ever. Yeah left that car who wouldn't want to drive it other than anybody at penske correct (laughs) that's correct it would be incredible honestly and by the way real quick speaking of ratings uh sonoma up six percent and nascar so far up almost four percent for the the year year. yes Uh, and i and that's huge for fox that's a great thing to see all of that despite the fact that people are screaming lightning quick running away from cable Something like that. Well, yes. well, no, it's it's so so. There's less people total, but it's they're still going up. So Correct. all of you who are predicting just from the ratings that the sky is falling, stuff a sock in it. Correct. <laughs> My final quick hit from Jeez. IndyCar: Does Scott Dixon still have a chance at this championship? He wanted to stay less than a hundred points behind the lead. He did that. I mean, he he got spun on lap one, turn five, came back to finish fifth, salvaged the day. Can he still win this championship? Is he breathing? <laughs> yes. Then yes. All right. <laughs> I, I feel like they need to take whatever pinballs on that car off because apparently he's been hitting everything but the pace car. Lane. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and the pace car lately because yeah. it's either yeah. him him running into walls or somebody running over him. So if, they yes. could, if he could stay out of trouble and be ahead of the the field, then yeah, I, I feel like he obviously has a chance. Stop and consider that if he hadn't have had to come from last just to finish in the top five without that spin. He's maybe the one driver that can do something or have a shot at doing something with Alexander Rossi not having to come from 24 seconds back. Well, that's why I say that unless Alex keeps doing what he did the other day, yeah. uh, if Scott Dixon, if anybody can come from almost 100 points back, it's Scott because he'll get, he can get it on before. a roll and win two or three yes. races in a row. He's done it before, and we're yeah. going to a really good track for him in Toronto. Yes, in a that's couple true. Of, it's weird because uh, we're actually off this weekend and next weekend for IndyCar. We wait till the 12th through the 14th yep. for the Honda Indy Toronto, which is one of my personal favorite race weekends of the year just because the, the Toronto uh, Exhibition Place course is such a fun course as far as IndyCar is concerned. Yep. Some great passing zones. Speaking, I enjoy that speaking track. Speaking of IndyCars, I heard that Pocono wants an Indy race. Come again? They've Pocono? already got one. I was going to say they've well, had one for like, oh, an a, additional a Indy race? 
Wow. Is there any? Oh, okay. So do they want to do like a, a, du- a double, double header? Or I don't know. A... I just I saw I saw the story posted on Twitter that huh. he's he's in talks with IndyCar about doing a. See, that makes me wonder because Pocono is wow. doing this whole like. So five maybe in twenty twenty one they do NASCAR Indy instead of NASCAR NASCAR. That so wouldn't that, wouldn't that technically be a third indie race? Because there's the Indy Grand Prix, the Indy 500, and then they would want another indie race? No, Pocono we're Pocono. talking about. Not oh, Indy. Pocono. Yeah. Pocono has one IndyCar oh. race. Go, they're go back we're wanting a second yes, yeah. one, apparently. Yes. But we don't know if they want a doubleheader or a second date. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll I would think the doubleheader idea could be intriguing. Yeah. Carry and on. see, what's interesting is I'm actually looking at the morning call, which says that they're in negotiations um, and evaluations as far as a return beyond, um, beyond, or beyond 2019. Oh, so maybe that's, maybe that's what it was. So uh, Nicky Dalski asked if he hoped IndyCar would return in 2020, said, ab- quote, absolutely, end quote. Okay, okay. Um, so here we go. Dear IndyCar, Don't if you weren't away. If you weren't until today thinking about a doubleheader weekend at Pocono, please do. Yes. Randy thought thinks it's a great idea. I think, so I think do it's I. a great idea. I think it's a great. We saw it. They did it at Texas a few years ago. Yeah. The, the twin, you know, the twin three hundred kilometer races. I why think not that do? Would be why not do a pair of two hundred and fifty mile IndyCar races? Now I think you that, won't or sell even a pair of three drivers, but <laughs> they want less ovals and more boring road courses. But my deal is, if that's what you want to do, then go drive a sports car. And we'll get somebody. I mean, else if we're trying to get, yeah. if we're trying to bring new fans into the sport, why not mix up with some IndyCar people and you know show right. them that NASCAR is not but a NASCAR Indy doubleheader would be fascinating at Pocono. That really that yes. would all that would bring enough fans to actually make the NASCAR side worth it. The track is big enough we could yes. do NASCAR one way and into the other way. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> all right. I want to get to Randy's question because Randy posed an interesting question that we're stealing. So okay. I'll let you I'll let you set the stage. Yes, here. so last night on the Inside Pass I posed the uh, the question to both Tom and and our guest uh Blake about uh, Blake Harris by the way. Um, if you had unlimited funds and you could do whatever basically you wanted to to start your own fantasy team of your own, what series would you run, what brand would you run, and what drivers would you pick? Okay. <laughs> Just because I'm a dirt guy, I'll start and I'll make this really simple because I think if it ever happened, the fan base would just explode. Keep, keep mind, explode. We did both. We did dirt, one yeah. for dirt okay. and one for a car. So I, I'll do my dirt okay. first. Okay. Dirt, World of Outlaws sprint cars all day, two-car team, give me Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell and just watch the world explode. Ah. I like where you went there. <laughs> okay. I like where you went there. Um, I'm going to do a payment team. I'm going to the truck series. I'm pulling Tyler Dayton, former Hickory Speedway truck champion, Tyler Ankrum, who desperately needs a full-time championship caliber ride. And for my third pick, I'm actually throwing in Colby Howard for as many races as he currently could run um, because I think Colby the Kid Howard from Simpsonville, South Carolina, is the next big thing in motorsports. And I think in the next two to three years, he's going to start to show the the, the nation that instead of just the uh, super late model. So who's on your team? Okay, so when I when I did the dirt one, I did World of Outlaws, and I picked Peyton Pierce because Peyton and I are really good friends, and I know he's looking for an opportunity, mm-hmm. and he's a really fast kid, and I feel like he could be a master behind the wheel of a sprint car. Uh, but for the for the pavement, I did trucks, 
Um, and I did a three-car operation or three-truck operation yeah. um, because I feel like you need a veteran presence on the team. So I picked Justin Lofton because, A, I'm, I'm scared of my life. If I didn't pick him, <laughs> he would kill me. Um, and, and I don't want him hurting me. Um, and then for the other two, I picked kind of kind of a rookie, not really, Tyler Ankrum, because I feel like he, any, given the chance, he would be a, a tremendous. And Christian Eckes for my third guy. Ooh, so. there you go. So I'm going to circle back to um, the pavement side now, and I'm actually not going to go NASCAR. Shocker, okay. right? I'm going IndyCar Ooh. on this one. Oh, that's Ooh. awesome. Right? Now, unlimited sure. unlimited okay. funds, Thanks. give me an IndyCar. Yeah. Give, give me an IndyCar team. And I can pick whoever I want, right? Anybody you want. Okay. Because I... Because I but they have to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> and probably, <laughs> probably at least half you decent can't behind the wheel of an IndyCar. You can't pick Mario I mean, Andretti. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. I would want to see your team. Keep in mind, you have unlimited funds. That doesn't mean yeah. you have unlimited like supplies to be able right. to repair the car every time they wreck it. So I was I wouldn't that far. I wouldn't go. Jeez. I wouldn't Don't go with like. Our, I wow. would go with like Haley Deegan or somebody. But, Oof. Okay. Oh, gosh. I'm just. Saying. Wow. You're mean. She was the first person I thought of. <laughs> I right. can name you 55 more people that wreck every week. But Danica. Okay. Danica. So I'm, go ahead, Jacob. So yes. I'm, yeah, I'm going IndyCar and I'm going a three-car team because that seems to work if you're Roger Penske. Okay. And Roger's the closest thing to unlimited funds there is in IndyCar. So I'm going a three-car team. Um. Scott Dixon, obviously, because who wouldn't want Scott Dixon? And I feel like he's going to race for another five years yet. So that's happening easily. Um, For the second car, I'm going with a driver who I just think would be brilliant if you ever put him in for a full season, even though he's... Uh, you know, in the Scott Dixon age category, I think if you threw this, uh, I think if you threw this at him, he would just jump at the chance. Kurt Busch. Oh, see, you were. Th- I was sitting there thinking Kyle and no. you went Kurt. No, no I'm going Kurt. No, if you want to watch IndyCar rating soar, put Kyle in one. Well, yes. So but. I'm going to do a truck team. And uh, hey, a I, had truck a third, team. I had a third car, Chris. Okay, well, he didn't, hasn't even done any yet. You've okay. Jumped right in, no, uh, so. It's a Give three, me your third one. Three, yeah. Give All right, fine. Um, <laughs> Who's your third driver? <laughs> My third driver's currently on the road to Indy, but I think he's going to be a superstar when he gets to the IndyCar Series. He's ba- he's old enough to do it already. Kyle Kirkwood. Keep an eye on that name. Okay, Chris. Three-truck team, it would be Chandler Smith, Tyler Ankrum, and Sheldon Creed. Ooh. See? There you go. So nice. Chris, okay. Chris believes more in Sheldon Creed than I did. <laughs> okay. Because if he can get his crap together, he'll be fine. Here, here's my dirt team. He's just got to get yeah. his own way. We're going midget racing because I'm a big midget fan. Okay. And I'm going to give you three names for the midget. Cannon McIntosh, Zeb Wise, and you know exactly where I'm going with pick three. Jesse Love. Mm-hmm. Of course. That's my midget team. Three hottest prospects in, in dirt midget exactly racing Exactly right, right. We're going to go win a whole bunch of races. I believe that. Ten that well, I mean, Cannon's already proved he's won one this year. Should you know? Should have been in contention or has been in contention yep. to win a couple more. Um, Zeb probably should have won during Indiana Midget Week, and Jesse's going to get there. Yeah. There's no question, yep. Jesse. If, 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 as long if, as Mother if, Nature can, can if, you know, if, if they can get along. If, if, mo- if Jesse and Mother Nature okay. could get along, we'll be okay. I'll hire an Indian to do a Sundance, and we'll be fine. <laughs> That's what you need. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I'm telling you, he needs like the North Face to sponsor him yeah. for yes. rain jackets. Mm-hmm. Yes. By the way, speaking of uh, Indi- of IndyCar, there's one little news nugget that I didn't get a chance to mention back when we were talking about that. Uh, Andretti Autosports' Ryan Norman is actually going to get to test an Andretti Autosport IndyCar at his home track at Mid-Ohio. 
coming up. So that's going to be fun. He's from Ohio. So that's uh, that's going to be a very interesting. You know, he may be the next one. I feel like on the Andretti Autosport ladder as far as a possible move to IndyCar. See, I like uh, Oliver. The kid that won Oliver Askew. Askew. Yep. The kid that won the Freedom One Hundred, I think, is very, very talented. I believe so too. I think he needs a little more seasoning in. in and who was the lights. one that was? Who was the one in the yellow car that had that had just, just drove his tail off all day and then came up a little bit short? What in the world was his name? Because that kid just blew my mind the way he was driving that car. He, oh, he, you're going to make me go look now. Yeah, you can go look. We got 45 seconds. I know. Here. I know. A, a, little news, a little news tidbit about uh, Kentucky Speedway. They're opening a bar, like a fireball whiskey bar, on <laughs> facility in order to attract college kids to come and watch the races. Wow. I think it's a really cool idea. That's wild. Let's get a bunch of drunk college kids to go watch the race, and then, you know, let's Ooh, see what happens. They'll fit right in with the NASCAR yeah, fans. That's exactly right. Toby Salary. Put it in the infield. Toby Salary. Yeah. Isn't that so what they're doing name. when they're moving Homestead to spring break week next week? Yes. Let's get them all heads. naked and drunk. That's yeah. all we need is a bunch of college people naked and drunk. Look you out. sound like Mitch now. Mitch I'm just, Walker, by the way. Look out. Uh, just yeah. Final thoughts coming up. Just a minute. Don't go anywhere. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three 
world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Tyler Reddick, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Quick hit here before we go. Pato Award is going to make his Formula 2 debut this weekend in place of one of the drivers that's been suspended for uh, too many penalty points on that side. But we've been talking about him on the IndyCar side. Really excited to see him have an opportunity across the pond this weekend. I am too, but I hope he gets a great IndyCar ride next year and doesn't leave. Well, when you're part of the Red Bull Junior team, though, eventually you you have to take that call, don't you? No. <laughs> well, Tom, Not Tom, if you want to win. Yeah, Tom's got a pipe dream. <laughs> Tom's got a pipe Depends dream. Depends how bad he wants to win races. Fair He's enough. Got a lot Not of those. doing it in Red Bull F1. Uh, fair enough. Also, Randy made the hilarious point. Just imagine if your granddad is John Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I ma- actually made that point. Oh, you but, made it yeah. and Randy well, followed it? Still, I mean, imagine just being born in Think about the, gra- the grandfather their grandson talks. I mean, That's all I'm going to say. You have the Force family on one side and the Ray Hall family on the other side. We, I was going to say, we know Bobby's <laughs> just as crazy as John is. No, he's not. Well, that kid will he's be not sorry not even for the close. rest of Bobby's his life. A, Bobby's more of a nerd than he is... John is just out of his mind. You better come out of the womb with a fire suit on because you are going yeah. to be a race car driver yeah. somewhere down the road. Something like that. All right. We're, we got to put a bow on this show or a checkered flag. Thanks to mycomputercrew.edu for what they do to make this show possible, as well as strutmasters.com and HMS Motorsport for all the support they put into this show and everything we do at Race Chaser Radio. So with that, we'll hope that the rain moves out of Chicago so that racing can go on this weekend. And remind you that if you're headed to a racetrack, if you look hard enough, you might just see one of us crazy hooligans there. So we're done. We're saying goodnight, Gracie. Have a safe racing weekend till we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.